get the mic. Honey, I've got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl Maj, and we are back with another episode of Eggs Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. Guess what day it is? It's hump day. Y'all, I'm so corny. <laughs> but I'm feeling good, y'all. I had a little drink, okay? And actually, today is Tuesday because I record on Tuesdays. But when y'all hear it, it's hump day, okay? So I had a little drink, and I am feeling the spirit, all right? Um, I am always excited to be recording. Always, always, always excited to be recording. This just brings me so much happiness, so much joy, so much excitement. So if y'all are like, this girl is crazy, she got so much energy, this is why. Because I love what I do. So let's get right into it. I hope y'all are having an amazing week. Yes, yes, yes. It's hump day and we're going to make it through the rest of the week. Um, so yes, my moment of the day, of the week, of the year, however long you need it. Y'all know that's my spill. So, quick update. Remember I was telling you guys last week about my close friend who was in touch with this company, and it was a major move for her career. Um, and, you know, she was she was talking to me about salary and, you know, what she should ask for and that she was uncomfortable. And so I made the whole Maj moment, you know, get comfortable talking about money and, and be confident in what you're worth and so on and so forth. So, remember I told you I was going to keep y'all updated. So, update, she did not get the job, right? Uh, she did not get the job. Um, she didn't even make it to the next uh, part in the interview process. Um, and actually, she was waiting. So she had sent her salary expectations, and she was actually waiting on next steps to move forward in the interview in the interview process. And they came back uh, actually today and told her that they went they moved forward with another candidate. So here's the thing. I, I wanted to share this story for a couple of reasons. Number one, I feel like, you know, we live in this, like, what do they call like microwave generation and we live in this like social media generation like we have to be validated everything on social media is win 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 stunt 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 nobody tells the bad parts right about the process the process nobody tells about the sad parts the discouraging parts the parts where you, where you actually don't win um or you have to learn a lesson or whatever nobody talks about those parts right and so i really wanted to be candid um about her experience because I think it can inspire somebody else and it and it, and it inspired me. Um, and secondly, what was my second point? Like I said, I feel like social media, we always talk about winning on social media. Um, oh, and secondly, this really, really helped me uh, uh, with my Maj moment. So again, just just about like inspiring people who are listening um, to this podcast and, 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 and hearing this story. So... So she, she texted me today. She's like, yeah, this company dubbed me. You know, they were like, you know, oh, we move forward in the process. And she's like, it sucks because they didn't even get back to me about my salary expectations. They just went ahead and moved forward with another candidate. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, girl, you know what? I understand you are discouraged. I understand you are down. But either way, there is a win in this. Either way, you get a benefit out of this. For one, she did interview one time with a recruiter. She told me she interviewed one time with a recruiter. And the fact that you got interview process. And I, I, I kind of look at it, excuse me, interview practice. And I look at it that way. Even if I don't get a job, regardless if I, if I wanted it or not, 
interviewing gives me practice. Like it tells me what I, you know, what I messed up on, what I did really well, what I can improve on, and all that good stuff. So it gives you interview practice. Secondly, this was a major move in her career, and this salary was nothing that she expected to be making in this year or or even next year. So the fact that somebody reached out to you offering this type of salary, like you had the potential to make this amount of money. I mean, it was a huge increase from what she was already making. So just the fact, and it was a senior position for her. So just the fact that you had the potential to make this amount of money, child. Sometimes God will tease you just to show that he's just to show that he's capable and that he has something in store, but he just needs you to be patient and be diligent in what you're already doing. So I'm like, number one, you got interview practice, right? Just just by interviewing for a senior position. Number two, you have the potential. Of, of, of getting a senior position even when you didn't think you had it and making a salary almost double what she was making. number That's number two. And then number three, understand, honey, your resume is still working. This lets me know, and this is what I'm telling her, I'm like, at the end of the day, you know, you put your resume out there, you've been submitting for jobs, and somebody reached out to you about a senior position, that lets me know that your resume is working. So either way, regardless if you got the position or not, I feel like there was still a benefit that came out of it. Like there was still a win, there was still a lesson learned. Um, and so I'm, I'm giving her, I'm feeding her all of these things and I'm telling her all these things. I'm like, sweetheart, you won either way. Don't get me wrong. You know, we reimagine our lives for these opportunities that we really want. But when you, when you talk about faith, right, faith is not just, you know, you, you, you manifesting things and you believing in it and you know, you're like, well, you know, I believe in this, I'm going to get it. And then when you don't get it, it's like, well, why, why did you let this happen, God? Or why didn't, why didn't I get it? That's not what faith is. Faith is manifesting something, believing that something is going to happen. But even if it doesn't happen, believing that God has your best interest at heart. So even though she didn't get the position, I'm like, sweetheart, I know you don't want to hear this, but this means God is about to set you up for something major and understand that, you know, either way, you know, we're, I'm like, you know, be grateful for this opportunity, but it's their loss. You know what I mean? It's their loss. And you are about to triumph. Like something crazy is about to come your way. And I know that sounds so cliche, but that is truly what faith is. It's like believing that no matter what the outcome is, like, don't get me wrong. I know what I want to happen, right? I know what I want to happen, but no matter the outcome, I know that God has my best interest at heart and he has something on the way. He's going to bless me real good. Like that's what faith is. And I feel like a lot of people got to get that twisted. Like, oh, I manifested this. I prayed about it and it didn't happen. Why would you let, why, what, what happened, God? Like, why didn't, why didn't this happen? And God is like, I mean, I get it. Your, your vision was cute. <laughs> your goal was cute, but I have something greater. Like, will you trust me? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to preach today. I'm trying to get into the, this match moment, but I just need y'all to understand. So I'm on the phone. I'm encouraging her. I'm like, you know what, sweetheart, either way, you know, you had a, this is still a major win. You know, what's the quote? Someone, someone said, I, I, I saw on social media was like, I don't lose. I just learn, you know? So either way, you're still winning, right? You're still winning. You just have to look at it like that. And like I said, faith is, is understanding that no matter what, or, or believing that no matter what the outcome is, you still win, right? God still has your best interest at heart. Um, so anyway, the Maj moment of today comes from that story. If you ain't responding with faith, then just don't say nothing at all. And I say that because I could have been like, dang, sis, dang, you know, I'm I'm sorry, like, dang, take a few days, like, you know, it's okay, call me when you're ready to talk. No, ma'am, sweetheart, pick that head up and understand that if you are walking in faith, understand that and believe that God has something for you, child, he is cooking something up, and it's a win either way. 
Um, and so I, 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 I say all that to say I want my friends, my family, my loved ones to treat me the same way. And I, and, and, and that's why I try to inspire other people, honey. Respond with faith. When people are discouraged, respond with faith. When people have new business ideas and business ventures, respond with p- faith. When people are sad, down, and going through it, honey, respond with faith. When people are up, like I said, and winning and, and you know, they, they just prospering. Honey, respond with faith. Respond with faith, honey, or don't say nothing at all. And so that is the match moment of the day, honey. If you ain't responding with faith, then just don't say nothing at all, okay? Get into it. So moving on, congratulations are in order for Miss Latoya Luckett, who welcomes her new baby boy, Tyson Wolf Walker. So congratulations to Latoya's family. And you know what? I saw this little rumor. I actually wrote it in my script, and then he came out and said it wasn't real, and I was so glad. Child, my man Idris Elba... Yes, my man, Idris Elba, and his mistress, yes, his mistress is, let me tell you something, he he just married for the blogs, that's okay, because we're a- actually together, but it just can't be public, so, you know, he plays this whole relationship thing, and he says, she's the mistress, but anyway, uh, yes, so Idris, I, I saw this rumor, or this post, or whatever, that uh, him and his mistress um, were having a... Uh, um, a baby, or no, 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 they, they had the baby, and so then he came out later and was like... Um, the, the rumors weren't true. And it's so funny because I was like, let me just call him and see what's going on because that was a part of our agreement that he couldn't have a kid. Like, okay, you can be public with this lady, you know, because we have to keep our relationship private, but you can't have a kid. Like, you, she can't get pregnant. Like, that's a part of our agreement. So when I saw that, I was like, there's no way. Like, there's, like, we, we, we had a pact. But, yeah, so, you know, he came out and said it wasn't true and things are good, we're good, everything is good. So, no worries, guys, false alarm, and we're good. Idris and I are good. Anyway, um, yes. <laughs> so, congratulations are also in order for Tyler Perry. He is now a billionaire. And let me tell y'all something. Y'all better stop sleeping on Tyler Perry. And I, I'm not going to say that I've slept on him, but I am going to say I ain't a fan of all his shows. I am going to say that some of them can be a little corny. You know, and he does stick to that kind of same niche, which is good. Obviously, it's working for him. Obviously, a billionaire. So who am I? Okay, I. Who am I? I'm trying to be like Tyler Perry when I grow up. So who am I? At the end of the day, shout out to Tyler Perry, honey. At this point, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up, like billionaire status. Okay. So stop sleeping on Tyler Perry, and I don't care what you got to say about Medea. Medea is a billionaire. Okay, call it what you want, corny or whatever else. Tyler Perry, Medea, whoever else. Mud to the damn DEA is a billionaire, okay? And I'm trying to be on her slash his status. <laughs> anyway, moving on, child. I know y'all saw that versus, honey, with uh, Auntie Gladys and Auntie Patty LaBelle. Girl, let me tell y'all something. I said girl, child. I, let me tell you, I'm talking to this mic, and I feel like this mic is my girlfriend. Like, y'all are my friends, and I, it's, it slipped out. I'm sorry. And for all the men listening, y'all, you know, you, you feel me. Like, you know, we, we just talking. We just conversing. Um... Honey, well, Auntie Gladys and Patty LaBelle, child, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched, like, the first 15 minutes, and I was like, yep, seen all I needed to see, honey. But when I say they looked so good, oh, my God, they looked so amazing. And I don't know if my mama was lying, but she told me that we had a cousin that used to sing with Gladys Knight in the Pips. So, at the end of the day, I'm actually famous because my cousin used to sing with Gladys Knight in the Pips. So, um, yeah. Um, so, don't, you know, don't uh, don't don't be coming to me like like we knew each other because I done told y'all that, because, no, mm-mm. But, yeah, so shout-out to Auntie Gladys and Patty LaBelle on Amazing versus Battle. And, again, like I said, they looked good. Let's get into some hot topics. Honey, Charlemagne the God and iHeartMedia launch, uh, launched the Black Effect 
Podcast Network uh, to bring more recognition to black culture. The Black Effect Podcast Network is a passion project with an aim to encourage discourse on important topics in the black community and beyond. The mission is to amplify, elevate, and empower emerging and established talent. He said in an interview, Our goal is to shift the narrative from black creators signing transactional deals to instead forming legacy partnerships that build generational wealth while allowing each creative to have each creative to have an equitable stake in their future. The network is scheduled to, pre- to premiere this fall with 18 podcasts on iHeartRadio and is projected to become the largest public or er, podcast publisher committed to black audiences and voices in black culture so some of the podcasts that are already or some of the names that you might um uh be familiar with that are already on the network are tamika mallory jess hilarious uh, there's a podcast called horrible decisions with mandy b and wheezy um those are some of the podcasts that are are going to be on on the network um and it's set to launch in the fall so here's the thing. I, I'm excited for Charlamagne, and I'm excited that he's getting his roses now. So I know that he has, you know, his own talk show with Comedy Central coming up. And then, you know, now he has his big podcast, you know, partnership uh, with iHeartMedia. Like, I, I'm so for it. And, and a lot of people don't like Charlamagne. I like Charlamagne. You know, and I think, you know, it's not about whether or not I agree with his views, because I don't agree with all of his views. But I love how he is unapologetic like he's an unapologetic uh, journalist and he doesn't care what anybody think thinks about what he has to say and it takes a very strong confident mindset to get to that place because you know people hate you for the same thing that think they thing that they love you for so and I mean Charlemagne I'm not gonna say he carries the breakfast club but sometimes I do feel like the breakfast club is not the breakfast club without Charlemagne like he brings that true 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 spark and I believe that you know DJ Envy and Angela Yee kind of compliment him um, so I, 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 I'm glad that he's getting his roses, you know, now what I can say, or his roses and his recognition now, what I can say though, is that, you know, I, I was reading through, through the, you know, articles on, you know, the news and stuff. And I was seeing that, you know, it's supposed to be about like emerging, emerging and established artists or, or, or talent. Um, so what I am, I am a little scared of is, you know, I, I hope that it's not one of those things where that he builds his big black podcast network and you only choose people who have a platform. Like, I can give you, right off the bat, 20 podcasts that I know that are emerging that are black-led and that are great. Like, that are great. Matter of fact, I did an article not too long ago on the DMV Daily um, of 10 black podcasts you should listen to. And, I mean, and these are emerging podcast uh, uh, hosts, and especially black women. Y'all know I'm all for black women. So, black women-led podcasts, I'm all for that. So, my thing is, you know, I'm glad that, you know, there's there's these, you know, people that he's already starting with, you know, that, that, are, that, that are already influencers and that already have influence. But, like, if you're going to target, you know, and, and and talk about, you know, elevating emerging talent, like, let's do that. Like, let's actually do that. So, you know, whether, you know, I would love to see him do, like, a podcast competition, you know, and maybe bring on, like, five people or some sort of podcast audition or something like that where he brings in, like, emerging artists. Because it's too many people out here who have amazing podcasts and just aren't recognized. I.E. Ask Maja Podcast, okay? Honey, bring me on, Charlemagne, okay? Bring me on. Bring me on. So, I don't know. I'm excited for him, and but I just hope this isn't one of those things where you only use people who have, you know, millions of followers on Instagram, already have an influence, been on TV, been interviewed by Oprah, and have already created, you know, created a huge following for themselves. Like, if you're if you're really about what you say you're about and, and, and you know, this is about bringing bringing up black emerging artists, like, actually do that. Like, I would love to see what he's going to do um when when the network launches and and it's it's actually projected to be like 
Um, it, so the network, the network is scheduled to premiere this fall with 18 podcasts on iHeartRadio, and it's projected to become the largest podcast publisher committed to black audiences and, and voices in black culture. So we talking about the largest largest podcast publisher. That means you you been a whole have a whole bunch of people on that on that network. So I'm like, there's enough space and there's a big enough table for emerging artists. So Charlemagne, come on out. Don't disappoint. Don't disappoint. So I'm interested in, in, in seeing like what he's going to do with this network, but it, it, it's exciting news. I, I think that's exciting news. And obviously I love doing my podcast. So just to see like other black people, you know, creating podcasts and, and, and coming up with these creative ideas for podcasts. And, you know, I and like I said, especially black women led podcasts, I'm, I'm all here for it. So, honey, give you got your roses. Now give us our roses. Like, that's how I feel. Uh, speaking of emerging artists, um, Offset um, invested in a new platform to help new and emerging music artists. Uh, the joint venture between Offset and Axis, Axis Replay includes a new streaming platform and production company, AXSD Media, as well as a performance series featuring emerging, emerging artists, AXR, and EXP concert series. Offset will reportedly be heavily involved in selecting artists performing in the series. He said in an interview... With COVID-19 shutting down performances, it's tough on artists mentally and financially, especially emerging artists. AXSD Media offers a solution that lets artists do what they love in person as safely as possible while still reaching fans virtually at the same time. We need to interact with our fans in person and virtually. AXSD Media found a way to make that happen. So again, you know, you're making promises to these emerging artists and, you know, emerging artists aren't just the ones who are, are signed or you know, have some sort of publishing distribution deal, managing deal, or have 200,000 followers on Instagram. Like, that's, that, there, there are more emerging artists. Um, and, and, and so, again, I'm interested to see, like, what he's going to do with that. And, and, you know, considering you guys are making all these promises to the emerging artists, what, what do y'all define as emerging artists? Because I got a list of emerging artists y'all can help. Like, what? What's the what's what what how do y'all define emerging artists? So again, I just I just hope you know I I'm excited to see like these guys you know doing doing these great things for you know the black community and, and emerging artists, especially black emerging artists. But I want to see if you're gonna follow through with your promise. So we'll see how that goes. Um, there's a new spinoff of Blackish called Oldish, starring Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis. It is in the works at ABC. This will be another spinoff from Ken- Kenya Barris's series Blackish, Grownish. Uh, mixed dish, and then now old dish. Um, and in the same spirit, Jamie Foxx just signed a film producing deal with Sony Pictures. He and his partner, Datari Turner, signed a deal with the studio to develop and produce their feature films. Shout out to Jamie Foxx and Kenya Barris. Um, if you haven't heard, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is coming to HBO Max, so you get to binge watch the series. That is super exciting. Um, and I saw this crazy news, super exciting. Um... I believe Will and Jazz, I can't remember his real name, the actor that plays Jazz, or maybe Jazz is his real name. Anyway, they partnered with Airbnb and put the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's house, that mansion that's in the show, is on Airbnb. So you can stay in that Airbnb for a couple of nights. Um, I believe the launch is, I think, October sometime. But that's exciting. Like, can you imagine, like, staying in, like, spending the night in, like, the Bel Air Mansion? Like, oh, my gosh. I would absolutely love to do that. And I, when I say the photo ops would be crazy. So, yes, that is a thing. Um, and I'm excited to hear more news about that. Uh, speaking of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, a drama series based on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air um, has landed at Peacock with a two season order. So, again, excited to hear some more details around that. 
new music. Usher just dropped a new single called Bad Habits. Go and check that out. Um, Bow Wow, very interestingly, announced the title of his upcoming album called Dedicated to My Exes. Bow Wow, what, what, what did the exes do to you? Like, what, what, what are you feeling? What, what's, what's happening? Because Dedicated to My Exes gives me a very corny vibe. I don't, very corny elementary vibe. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. Honey, that mulatto, she's on the come up. She dropped a new visual for her singer, On God. And if y'all haven't watched, she killed her freestyle in the XXL freshman freestyle. So make sure y'all go and check that out. Alicia Keys has finally revealed the release date for her album, Alicia, after it was delayed twice um, because of COVID. I believe first it was scheduled in March of this year. Then it was pushed back to May. And then now it's been pushed back to September. And she actually has a date, which is September 18th. So y'all look out for that. And on to my favorite segment, Shine, a black girl shine. Speaking of Alicia Keys, she launched a $1 billion fund for black-owned businesses in partnership with the NFL. No further details have been released about that, but make sure you look out for any more news um, surrounding that. I, I just love all of the initiatives and efforts that these people are taking um, um, to help black people. Like, we need it now more than ever. And, honey, put your money where your mouth is. What was that Twitter saying that black Twitter made up? Honey, open your purse. And these people are opening their purses. Um, Mara Brock Akil. Netflix has partnered with her. Uh, she produced Girlfriends, The Game, Being Mary Jane, and Black Lightning. And she's now partnered with Netflix for a multi-year deal to write and produce all new original scripted content as well as other creative projects. So this is super exciting. And again, I think this is one of those things, honey, bring, shed light on, on, on new, new actors, on upcoming actors. Like, you know, we need new people. Stop hiring these celebrities and whoever else. We done seen enough of them. Hire new Talent is so much hidden talent because y'all don't want to hire them because they don't have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Hire this, this 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 new talent. You know, I saw this. Uh, uh, K Michelle was trending on Twitter a couple days ago, um, because she was saying that she tried out for P Valley for the role of Mercedes and she didn't get it. And I'm like, honey, sit down. You got enough clout. You're already established. Focus on what you're focusing on. That lady that they that they casted for Mercedes, Brandy Evans, she was perfect. And I'm I'm so glad that they did an upcoming artist, somebody who's trying to make it in the acting industry, make it in the Hollywood industry. Like, give them their roses. We don't need to see influencers and, you know, uh, celebrities and, and stuff like that. Like, y'all got y'all stuff. Y'all got y'all influence already. Y'all are already there. Let these people have get, get their time. Um, let these people have their time. Let these people have their 15 seconds of fame. So, and, and the thing about it is, Brandi Evans, who plays Mercedes, is the perfect Mercedes. She plays that role so well. So, so, so well. So, no. Like, perfect casting. Like, y'all give these people a chance. So, I hope that her new, um, deal, with her new deal with Netflix, she brings in, um, more upcoming and emerging artists. Child, you know, I'm about to start my own platform and, and and help people who are truly, truly emerging because we, we, we need that. Anyway, uh, moving on. Serena Williams has broken the record for the most wins at the U.S. Open. She's the first player ever. Let me, let me repeat that. She is the first player ever with 100 wins at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. So let me, let, me, let me clarify. She's not the first black person and she's not the first woman. She is the first person ever and she just happens to be black. And a woman. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Regina King also made history as the first black wo black woman director to be featured at the Venice Film Festival 
Okay, Festiver. All right. Festiver at the Venice Film Festival. Festival for the film, for her film, One Night in Miami. Miss Ty McRae is joining Pinterest as their new global head of inclusion and diversity. She has um, she has head she has a history of diversity and inclusion work both in academia and in the private sector. Now she be help now she'll be helping Pinterest create a platform and work environment that's inclusive for everyone. She said in an interview, "As a diversity and inclusion professional, my line of work in particular has evolved, and through our work was always and though our work has always been pivotal, uh, the vital nature of what we do has come into focus more now than ever before." So shout out to Ty McRae. And let me say this. I love the fact that, you know, more black people are stepping up in these, you know, C-suite roles, you know, uh, uh, within the diversity and, apart- and diversity and inclusion departments of these, you know, Fortune 500 companies, these major billion-dollar companies. Um, because, you know, it, it does shock me when I see, you know, head of diversity and inclusion is, is a white man or a white woman. Well, what do you all know about diversity and inclusion? Just because your husband is black and your kids are mixed does not mean you know anything about diversity and inclusion. That's one. Number two, though, I, I, like I said, I think it's exciting to see, you know, more black people in these roles, in these C-suite and exec roles. But what I, what I also want to say is that black uh, diversity and inclusion are not the only roles are not the only C-suite or exec roles that black people need to be in. Like we we are not just limited to diversity and inclusion inclusion officers. We could be CEOs, we could be sales leaders, managers, and you know, operations people, marketing directors, you know, CFOs, CIOs and CMOs and everything else. Like we don't we don't just have to be limited to diversity and inclusion, y'all. Like, oh, let's let's slap a black person as our diversity and inclusion head. Like, come on now. Like at this point, inclusion is not following protocol. Inclusion inclusion is making sure that we are included in the decision making, in at the table, in the strategic communications. Come on now, check. Y'all, been, y'all need hire me. Hire me to do a training on diversity and inclusion. Okay, hire me. Uh, anyway, moving on. Ucha, let me not mess up her name. Ukanwa Ojo. Child, that was good. That was good. Child. I could pass. I could pass. Has joined Amazon as the chief marketing officer. See, this is what I'm talking about for Prime Video and Amazon Studios. Formerly with MAC Cosmetics, Okanwa will be responsible for leading global brand and originals marketing, reporting to Mike Hopkins, who, the, who is the SVP of Prime Video and Amazon Studios. So let me say, honey, yes, ma'am, but let's make the vision to move Mike on out the way and become the SVP, okay? Senior Vice President, okay? Chief Marketing Officer is great for now, but let's move forward into the Senior Vice President in a few years, because that's what we like to see, honey. C-suite black people, okay? C-suite black. If you don't know C suite is C suite is a top exec. So your CEO, CMO, CFO, CIOs, all of that. Those are C suites. Move the black people, the black women to the C suite. Move the black people and the black women to the C suite. Okay. Move the black. Okay. Let me stop. <laughs> uh, this was really interesting. I thought this was a great story. Uh, mom and daughter Lashawn Fl- Flowers and Shanita Vickers are the new owners of the black-owned gas station um, in Hollywood, Florida, and possibly the only black-owned gas station in all of South Florida. Um, as Shell franchisees, they are making history as black woman entrepreneurs. The two actually purchased two 
Shell gas stations as they were able to work out a two-for-one deal. Let me tell y'all something. That two-for-one deal ain't nothing to play with, okay? Two-for-one deal. And I mean, that goes for anything. Two, two-for-one ice cream, two-for-one cars, two-for-one shirts, two-for-one jackets, two-for-one je- dresses, two-for-one jumpsuits, two-for-one wine bottles. Honey, that two-for-one, that ain't, honey, you, don't, you can't pass that up, honey. Buy one, get one. You cannot pass that up. So shout out to Miss LaShawn and Miss Shanita. 26-year-old Charlotte, okay, 26-year-old Charlotte in Gusan becomes the first woman to win the Royal Academy of Engineering's Africa Prize for Engineering Innovation. She is the CEO and founder of Base Group in Ghana. Along with her team, she invented a digital identification system that uses artificial intelligence and facial recognition to verify the identities of Africans remotely and in real time for documents such as passports and ID cards. She said in an interview, I will be happy if people are inspired by my story, being the first woman to win the Africa Prize for Engineering ovation and by my work as a woman in tech shout out to the women in tech okay um and last but not least miss naomi osaka she has won the u.s opens final this is her second u.s open title in two years and as a part of her victory speech she made sure to continue bringing awareness to social justice to the very end so shout out to miss naomi and all of the other black women who are shining their light because yes, for shine, black girls shine, do it up. And I feel like when black girls win, like when one black girl black girl wins and I see like some news about like a black woman doing some amazing things, I'm like, yes, honey, we won. Like you are winning for all of us. Like all of the black girls, honey, you are, black girl magic is like not not limited to like one person. Like when, when one woman exhibits black girl magic, it's like a win for all of us. And that's how I look at it. So yes, continue to shine, black girl shine. And yes, that is your dose of mosh for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will catch you on the next episode. Let me get the mic. Honey, I've got something to uh, say. Uh, hey, ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.